Hello. Uh, good morning from here in Kansas. Good morning or good afternoon to uh, you, Maria, over in uh, Sweden. Thanks for jumping on. Hello, Anne-Marie. Glad you can make it this morning or afternoon for you, too. All right. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about motivation. Um, it, it's, it's interesting sometimes like that uh, when I'm preparing for Monday morning and what I'm going to talk about, it's often, uh, thank you, I am, I am feeling a little better. Uh, I still have uh, a little bit of a cough going on and some, some irritation this morning, but much better this week. Uh, in preparing for, for Monday morning, uh, I, I don't always know exactly what I'm going to talk about until after Sunday morning, uh, and, and see where it's going to go from there. And so, uh, I, I think I wanted to, uh, or being directed by Holy Spirit to talk about motivation because it is, it's an interesting thing. And I recently watched a documentary about a guy who is uh, very motivated in his life and, and what it is that he does. And, and he is uh, able to, to continue to find motivation, but it's very up and down. Uh, it's, it's not uh, sustainable in, in a way that we think it is. And, and in watching that, I, I heard a lot of people uh, talk to him, say, oh, you've changed my life. Uh, but really, uh, what was the, the real change in their lives? It was really more about habits. It was more about uh, uh, somewhat about lifestyle, uh, more so than than real change, because we know that that uh, we know as believers that real change happens in in the transfiguration that we go through as we become more and more like Christ. <clears throat> and so, you know, in, in thinking through that, I, I was like, oh, you know what? Today, I, I can offer you the, the one-step formula to transfiguration. I can give you the, the secret to, uh, to being transfigured. I can unlock that for you today. Are you ready? Do you want that? You see how you get a moment of motivation? You start to think, oh, wait, I'm going to perk up right here. He's going to give me a secret. He's going to unlock something for me. Not really. You know, I, I could give you one step to that. You know, I, I could give you an action to take, but it's not the it's not unlocking the secret for you. You know, the, and we get sucked into this and we and we get a, a measure of motivation. And it, it's just it's not it's not going to carry you beyond moments. And, you know, if I could give you one action to implement right now, it'd be what we talked about yesterday. That's putting yourself on the altar, uh, as a living sacrifice to be a living sacrifice. That's what I could offer you. Uh, and even in these, <clears throat> excuse me, even in these broadcasts on Monday morning, what I can offer you is the revelation that I have received from Holy Spirit. However, it doesn't become true revelation for you until uh, you take it to Holy Spirit and, and let him make it real for you. We, we talk about this all the time. We're constantly pushing, take this into 
your time of prayer. Take this to Holy Spirit. See what he has for you. See what he's going to say to you about what it is that we're talking about. And, and so yesterday we talked about uh, getting on the altar and becoming that living sacrifice. And, and with that whole theme of motivation, I'm, I'm thinking, how do you stay motivated uh, to keep the fire uh, on the altar burning? That's that's the first step that that fire has to be lit if there's going to be a sacrifice. How do you stay motivated to daily lie down on the altar and ask Holy Spirit to to search me and then see what sacrifice? See what is burned up and and removed from your life. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and We've been talking about UL as, as a house of myrrh and how unedited life is a place for people to come to die. <clears throat> and that doesn't, that doesn't sound very inviting uh, uh, unless you're really looking to be, uh, be activated in what it is that God's calling you to do and to actually get out there and, and and fulfill the role that he's given you. Take hold of the responsibilities. It, it doesn't necessarily sound inviting. It's not, it's not a place, you know, in, in our uh, consumerism Christianity where you're going to go and, and just have your, your feelings boosted up for a short amount of time, make you feel good. Uh, you know, get your, get your ears tickled just enough to get you to, to, to come back. You know, because it's not sustainable throughout the week. By the end of the week, you need another shot of feel good, and and you got to come back to the to the pond, uh, or, or in some cases the big lake, uh, to get that next to get that next dose of of good feelings. And and that's just not uh, the source of of what it is that we need to be doing. You know, we're we're looking at unedited life as, as the house of myrrh, we, we want people to lay themselves on the altar as a living sacrifice. We even reconfigured the room at, at our, our place of meeting at our, our church building for this very purpose to, to offer up a place to be able to come forward. And, and it, it, it costs something. It definitely is going to cost you everything. But it's going to cost a, a measure of reputation to physically move yourself forward to a space where where everybody can see there is something happening in this person right now where where there is a, a sacrifice going on. And and so it's not going to be easy. Um, in in making that decision to fully commit and, and follow Jesus, you have to know that it's going to cost you everything. There is, there is no measure that is going to be <clears throat> left that it, it is that you aren't going to have to sacrifice, that you aren't going to have to at least offer. We talked about uh, Abraham 
taking Isaac up the hill of Mount Moriah and putting him on the altar to offer him. He made, he followed through and made the offer to God. He did not have to physically sacrifice Isaac because God provided the ram for the sacrifice, but he was willing and he laid him down up there. And, and knowing all that, that it is going to cost us everything and still making the choice to do so. How do you stay motivated to, to make that choice daily? How are you going to uh, stay motivated and inspired to die daily? Personally, I don't think you can. My belief is that motivation is unsustainable. There is uh, no amount of, of self-motivation, no amount of self-control or self-discipline, uh, no amount of, of rah-rah from some person on a platform or on social media that can provide you with sustainable motivation. You're going to have to go to the source of life for daily motivation, for for. Uh, uh, in anything that is, is going to be sustainable, you're going to have to go back to him. That is the one constant. Intimacy that is the daily relationship with, with Jesus is just a, a non-negotiable in this life. And, and when it comes to being uh, uh, effective and dying daily, that is something that is going to have to take place. And, and, and you have to think about this, not just on a daily basis, but, but in the moment, in the moment, you're going to have to go to him because there's going to be times where uh, what I, I sat with him and talked about earlier this morning is, is not carrying me through this moment right now. Right now, there is is a a need for him, for that intimacy and connection. And so you have to go back over and over again. And I talked about this sometime recently, and my sense of time is off. So I can't tell you if it was a few weeks ago or a few months ago, but sometime this year recently. Um, I talked about how you can't expect to eat one meal on one day of the week and then say you're fully nourished and ready to go throughout the week. It's just not realistic. We know that we feed ourselves multiple times a day. Uh, oftentimes we're, we're snacking in between. And so your, your one meal that may, may nourish you for a couple of hours, uh, but then you're going to grow weak and weary and you won't be able to, to take care of yourself. And after a few days, uh, your, your capacity starts to dwindle. Uh, uh, you'll certainly be operating in a diminished capacity that is, is less good when it comes to uh, sharpening those around you. Right? We, we have to be able to, to think about that as well. And, and so it's the same with spiritual matters as well. You can't expect that one, one interaction with Jesus and, and my hope is, is that it, on your Sunday morning uh, um, trips to church that, that you are encountering Jesus. 
that you are having an interaction with him. And uh, uh, if you're not, that, that should be an indication right there of, of needing to, to make a change. And uh, not necessarily saying go out and start uh, buying into that consumerism Christianity where you're shopping around for a church that's going to make you feel good or, or give you the goosebumps, whatever. Um, God may be calling you to make a change right where you're at and and speak up about something. So um, not just talking about physical nourishment, we're talking about spiritual nourishment as well. You can't expect that that one meal is going to nourish you throughout the week. It's just, it's just not sustainable. Right. And, and, and we are talking about every aspect of that when we're talking about it, not just, um, Oh, I'm going to read my Bible today. Oh, I'm just going to uh, pray today. Oh, I'm just going to have this intentional uh, um, time of communion with with someone or or with a group. This is these are all aspects of that, and and, and all of that should be coming together as part of your spiritual nourishment. But you cannot leave the conversation on the backside of these things out uh, that you should be having. With Holy Spirit. If I can't just say that I'm going to read my Bible and say, oh, that's a nourishing meal. Because where is where is Holy Spirit opening something up for you? If on the front side of this, you don't say, uh, uh, I'm about to read Haggai and I am excited and just absolutely aching and looking forward to what it is you're going to say to me, Holy Spirit. And then after you get done, wow, this this verse was really like catching my attention. I just I could see it just jumping off the page. What is it that you want to say to me about that? And then listen and have a conversation back and forth with Holy Spirit about this. This is spiritual nourishment that's taking place. And in the same thing in prayer, having this conversation, this back and forth. This isn't a one way, oh, I'm so needy. I'm, I'm bringing uh, all my needs to you right now. And, and I'm just going to like word vomit and dump it out and then walk away. Uh, I mean, I, I'm guilty of doing this. But there, that's, there's no interaction there. That, that's a, a, a one way dump. And, and I understand uh, venting the Holy Spirit and. Uh, but if that's not the intention, if that's not what you're you're going into it with, then then there's no interaction, there's no connection there. Intimacy goes beyond that one way; it, it's back and forth. And, and so that's what I'm, I'm I'm talking about. If in in nourishing yourself, you can't just think that it's this one thing, uh, over and over again, uh, tattling. Yes. Um, you know, there is, there is time and place to tattle on the enemy and, and what he's doing, especially if you're, if you're feeling weak and vulnerable in a moment, tattling's a good tactic to take. Daddy, do you see this over here? So, yeah, that there, there's a conversation there though. I, I mean, if you think about what, uh, Angie has shared it, when it comes to that, um, uh, that Simon, uh, oh my gosh, 
I'm forgetting his last name. Help me out here. Um, has talked about with his children. His job is not to coddle them. Simon Breaker, thank you. Uh, his job is not to coddle them. His job is to weaponize them. So if if you are going to to daddy to tattle, that's fine. But just expect to be weaponized on the backside of that as well. It's going to handle it. I, I, I've witnessed it before because as uh, someone who is, is was just being opened up to to Holy Spirit and, and what that relationship entailed, that was a tactic I used often. Was I'm tattling, I'm telling on you. But now I understand the weaponization that's taking place with that. What am I learning? How am I growing with this? What's what's the revelation that Holy Spirit is making real for me? So you can't expect to to have that one meal and, and think that everything's going to be okay. You can't expect to get that one shot of of motivation uh, from others outside of intimacy with Jesus and, and think that's sustainable. Right. That's that's just like eating that meal and thinking you're good to go for the week. It doesn't lead you anywhere. That that thinking of of. It's almost like a scarcity mindset that you can uh, say, oh, I'm going to I'm going to gorge on this one meal. And and I know that there's nothing left for me the rest of the week because I'm not the person on the platform. I'm not the person in. um working for a church in what uh, we wrongly believe is full-time ministry. It's just not the case. It's not the reality, right? It, it doesn't, that is not going to lead you to a place where you are going to want to climb up on the altar and die daily. I guess this should have been more about intimacy than motivation, but it, you know, you've, you've got to find the motivation to do that, but you can't find it outside of intimacy. It's not th- this, this mindset that you're going to, you're going to feast like that. It's not going to leave you with any type of drive to be able to say, Holy Spirit, search me. And then be open to actually being searched, to actually having things uh, offend you and looking at them. And, and figuring out why you're offended. And, and I, I don't care what your profession is, what your daily life looks like, how busy you are. There's always opportunity for you uh, to make space for intimacy. You just have to be searching for it. There's space there. And just talked about praise breaks and how you can take a moment and and stop and say, Jesus, what are you doing here? Where are you in this? It doesn't take but just a moment. There is opportunity for you to make space for intimacy. You just have to make that choice. We have to stop hiding and pretending that we don't have time for Jesus because we do. 
in, in, in saying that I don't have time for this. Um, I'm just so busy. That's just making a, a choice to not make time. There's always opportunity for praise breaks. There's always opportunities to take time for intimacy, to choose Jesus. You know, we, we find ways to hide and whatever it looks like for you. And I'm sure if you take the, the, the few minutes to be intentional and search out with Holy Spirit, what, where am I hiding or how am I hiding from, from my roles, uh, from my role that you, you have for me, from the responsibilities, from, uh, the conversations you're wanting to have from, uh, the offense that's being stirred up into me. How am I hiding from that? Find out. Take a look. It, it won't be it won't be a difficult exercise. He'll highlight it immediately. It, it will only take a moment for him to show you that. But you have to you have to on the backside of that be honest and 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 decide is the 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 cost is the cost worth it you know, and going back to counting the cost for me, I want there to be an expectation on me. When I come into a room, I want there to be an expectation that I am bringing something of value to exchange with you. However, big or small it is, I'm bringing something of value and yes, bringing something to exchange, which means that I'm expecting the same from you on these uh, Monday morning broadcasts, on, on Wednesdays, on Fridays, on Sundays. I'm expecting you to be in the comments sharing your thoughts about whatever it is we're talking about. What is Holy Spirit saying to you? Because that's a, that's a sharpening going on right there. I, I get to see what it is that you're saying and you get to hear what it is that I have to say. And don't let the, the revelation that, that I get and share with you be the stopping point. Like I said before, that, that, that revelation needs to become real for you after you take it to Holy Spirit. So I want there to be an expectation on my life that every single time I come in, I'm bringing something. Because every day I am on the altar as a living sacrifice. And that means though that the things that need to get burned up and taken away are done so. And in that fire, I'm refined. And I have something of value to exchange with you. And that's the expectation I'm going to hold everyone else to. And, and, and I hope you're going to hold that same expectation for yourself. Don't think that the rah-rah sermon on Sunday morning is, is what's feeding you for the entire week. Again, that is, that is the revelation of another that you need to take the Holy Spirit. And he'll transform that into a revelation for you. And, and then share that. That's what I'm talking about here. Share that in intentional uh, uh, communion with others. I mean, that's what we're doing here right now. We're having an, an intentional time of communing together. 
where, where I'm sharing through this video and you are sharing through the comments. I'm not going to be able to lay myself on the altar as a living sacrifice without my daily intimate relationship with Jesus. There just isn't a sustainable motivation to die daily without that oneness. And, and I think we really need to, to take a hard look at that because I can't convey uh, uh, the significance of staying engaged with Jesus daily, and especially in those moments where all kinds of debris is flying at you. I just can't, I can't offer you enough of how significant that is. You need to find yourself in Jesus, not in another. You can, you can take the revelation from another, uh, but it's not going to truly, uh, become real for you until you have that intimate time for it to be with Holy Spirit, with Jesus. It's got to be opened up that way. So all of this to say, why is this significant? Why, are, why am I going on about this this morning? Because you have a role to fulfill. We are each ambassadors for God's kingdom, for our kingdom. Right, Re Regardless of the assignment that you have, uh, in, in your daily life, the role you're fulfilling in that assignment is one of an ambassador. And so you need to be prepared to operate on behalf of the kingdom, to take ground, to uh, uh, see that those still imprisoned by the enemy are set free, uh, uh, introduced to the one that can set them free, or I should say introduced to the one who has set them free. Because that work is done. It's finished. Right? We know that. You have a role to fulfill. And there are responsibilities that you carry in fulfilling that role. But you have to be prepared. And you have to be refined. You know, ambassadors don't stay in the homeland. They're not ambassadors if they're staying at home. Right? They, they wouldn't. They would not be considered an ambassador. They go out into foreign lands. They advocate for uh, their nation's interest. We can see that in the natural. So you have a role to play in this and, and to, to continue to stay motivated for that. You have to be in that intimate time where you are being refined. You have to take that intentional moment to lay yourself on the altar as, as a living sacrifice. And how are you going to stay motivated to do that? Because it's it sounds a, a little bit scary to me. And, and it sounds, uh, if I could be so bold as to say, it sounds a little bit off-putting. Right? You, you don't hear... Uh, I can't remember when Angie talked about this, but you don't, you don't hear altar calls where um, they're saying, come down, receive Christ. It's going to cost you everything. You're going to have to die daily. You're going to have to put yourself on the altar as a living sacrifice. And if you think about what happens on the altar and what sacrifice is, 
it, it's a conscious choice. We, we know that the kingdom holds something better. We know that there is a promise on the backside of that. But following through with that, it's going to be hard to find the motivation if you're looking for it from yourself. It's going to be hard to find the, the, the discipline and the drive and the dedication if you're looking for that uh, uh, solely from people around you. It might get you through a moment, might get you through a day, but it's not sustainable. The only sustainable source is going back to Jesus. So this week, count the cost and, and make the decision. Are you willing to die daily? And then ask Holy Spirit, what does it look like for me to die daily? Have him show you the hidden, the, the places that you are hiding that, that keep you from jumping up on the altar and saying, search me. Love you all. I, I hope this was of value. Uh, I, I hope that the expectation that I hold on myself was met today. And um, I look forward to, to going back and, and reading through the comments and, and hearing from you all later this week. All right. Love you all. Bye.